Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast. Uh, we're going to get dirty today. It, <laughs> no, we're, what we're the? Talk, <laughs> we're talking about dirty song lyrics, but not just dirty songs, but a lot of songs that we know from our past that in hindsight you look back at it or read the lyrics and go, oh, wow, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a, some controversial subject matter in those songs. And we do got to be careful because we keep this as a uh, you know, quote-unquote family podcast and gets broadcast on AIM Student Radio, so we're going to have to not say a lot of words, but you'll get the gist of it. I, I think we're, I mean, being that we used to be DJs and couldn't curse on air, I mean, I think we're we're pretty set. We're pretty good at censoring ourselves, so don't you worry. No need for earmuffs. Right. <laughs> but uh, what, what kind of brought this up was the famous controversial song, WAP. Now, we'm not going to say what it is because we're family friendly, but if you don't know what it is, Google it? I don't know. But the song WAP, you know, made a whole bunch of people go up in arms, and they're like, oh, that's so bad, I can't believe that song. And in my head, I'm like, uh, what? There is far worse songs. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, it's it's bad if you're going to play it in front of a bunch of preschoolers, but yeah. for the, his, the historical perspective of music, it's not on that echelon that's that much worse than other things that are put out there for it. I, well, my it, first thought when I heard when I read the lyrics of the song, because I heard it was getting popular, listened to it, I'm like, I did kind of a dumb song, looked at the lyrics, got a little taken aback and wide-eyed, and my first thought was, those poor saps who have to rewrite the lyrics for Kids Bop are hosed. Right? <laughs> 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 what, what would they... That's my wild... Wild Angry Pony. There we go. Yeah, Wild Angry Pony. Get them up. <laughs> But I mean, another thing that that made me think of that is on Reels and TikTok, they're using a snippet of an Eminem song, and a lot of people are using it, and some people are using it because they don't know what it means, and they haven't listened to the whole song, so they're using it like, <laughs> as just for different clips, but you listen to the whole song, and you're like, oh my god, that's nasty. And it's it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to spell it because if I say it, it'll sound like a curse word. It's F-A-C-K, just in case you want to listen to that. So it's Eminem, F-A-C-K. That's the name mm-hmm. of that song. And then, of course, we keep going back to, I mean, that one, that ever-famous song, My Neck, My Back. I mean, then I can't finish the song, but that one was popular for a while. And the teaches of peaches. And then there's a song that's like called put it in your mouth. And that one is just, I mean, it's just to me, I was like, I don't know. And then, you know what? The nineties were just chock full of songs, you know, and, and it feels that was like, like, it feels like almost everybody wants to jump on quote unquote, their genre of music. And so mine wasn't as bad as that. You look, look at all the rap songs there, Bob, but you go to any genre and you can find a group of song. I mean, you can, I've got a whole list of ones like songs that came out in the forties, fifties and sixties. You get the lyrics. You're like, Oh, <laughs> I need some soap. <laughs> well, and the thing, I think the thing too, is like with the fifties, the sixties, that music, it's how they, presented it you know it's this like this fun little like sock pop song you're like yeah and then you listen to the lyrics you're like oh did they just say what i think uh, they did <laughs> they, they did okay well one thing that that popped up about that is uh um you know run around sue that, that song is like you know upbeat and poppy and then you listen to the lyrics you're like 
Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's not quite what I was going with there. I, mean, I think uh, my parents were one too. I remember they used to go off in the early 90s music because it was just so obscene and perverse and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just examples. I'm like, Lou Reed's Walking the Wild Side. Every dude in his 40s, 50s, 60s hears a song like, oh, yeah, that's such a great feel good song. You're like, that song's all about picking up somebody on the side of the road that has a surprise for you. Like, just look it up. Like, <laughs> I know Walking the Wild Side's a fun, happy beat, but if you're going to be saying your music's not dirty, I mean, Chuck Berry had uh, My Dingaling. Oh, yeah, that was totally just about a toy they sold in stores. That's all that was. Uh huh. No. Uh huh. <laughs> sure it was, sure Pops. Sure it was. Sure it was. <laughs> the, I don't know. <laughs> the well, topper- there's another one. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, the, the Toppers had a song back in 1954 called Baby Let Me Bang Your Box. You know, it was like the box for toys and stuff, right? I mean, it's not a big deal. I don't think I've heard that. What are, do you have the <laughs> lyrics? Uh, some of them. When my baby had a party the other night, the party was getting dead. I spied a piano in the corner, looked at my baby and said, baby, let me bang your box, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I've been banging since I was a kid of four. A kid of four, I've been banging until I can't bang no more. So so that one, I think, is just interpreted different, right? Like, that's just a generational thing. Like, he was meaning, like, let's get this party bopping, and I don't know. No. Well, I mean, you, then, okay, so. I mean, you, you go back to this, those songs like Chubby Checker, his songs about the twist. Those songs weren't about dancing. There happened to be a dance that went with it. I think he made up the dance to go with it. There, Come there on, was, do that, the twist. There was a whole, whole lot of pelvic uh, things going on with that song. <laughs> yeah, well, one one that popped in my head too the other night actually. So, um, my cousin, when she was in middle school, I want to say she did a talent show thing to the Wanderer. You know. I'm the wanderer. I go around, 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 around. You know, when you're a kid, you don't think anything of it. So she did the town. So, and then I was listening to the lyrics of that the other day because I was like, I, wonder, I haven't heard the song forever. I'm going to post it on her wall. And I was sitting there listening. I was like, huh, this is a guy that's running around, uh, running around and getting lucky wherever he can. Mm-hmm. But he has that one where he tears open his shirt. He has got a rosy on his chest. Yes, he's a wanderer. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and I, I think that's my my favorite part of the ones that they can slip in these meanings and innuendos in the song that nobody even realizes or thinks about. Uh, but then, you know, after the fact, you're like, oh, you got away with, with that one. Even The Knack, My Sharona. You know what that one was all about? Sharona. It was about a 17-year-old girl named Sharona Alperin. Never going to stop, give it up, such a dirty mind. Always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. Mm-hmm. That's prison material right there. That's cringe. That's yeah. Ugh. That's 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 no, that's do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Like you're not allowed to, to be around three hundred yards of kids anymore. Like to use our <laughs> podcast from last week. That's cringe material. That's <laughs> super cringe. No cap, dude. Well, I mean, and then you look at what you know, Brandy, the song Brandy. She's a fine girl. What a good wife she will be. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's basically saying that. Yeah, she's a good wife, but if you listen to the rest of the song, she's basically a port-of-call woman. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm. 
How, how many people uh, of us were in middle school, high school, college about the time the Bloodhound Gang got popular and were trying to convince friends and loved ones that, no, no, they're just talking about mammals like on the TV shows. Now you watch Discovery Channel and you know how animals there's, make babies? It's all so they're talking that, about. <laughs> that one, there's no way, man. I mean, you listen I, but, to but, but, but But people tried to convince their parents that so they wouldn't get their CD cracked and have them thrown on the trash can. Love the kind you clean up with the mop and bucket, like the lost catacombs of Egypt. Yeah, I know that whole song. Yes, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm, that's I mean, how I got a couple, my life, a couple, but... a couple of whole. <laughs> 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 just, just go, just go. We'll just roll right past that. I mean, they had a, they had a few albums, like th- two or three albums in a row that were all just ridiculously over the top. Some of them funny, some of them went too far. Uh, I mean, they had an entire album that was called Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it just That's tried to the work phonetic in. alphabet for spelling out something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Uh, and even even Britney Spears. Uh, do you remember the big fiasco when "If You Seek Amy" came out? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That that's her just phonetically making a spelling out a bad word in her song. Just say it real fast a couple times over and over. You'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> this turned that. into Mad Libs, or not Mad and Libs. I, and I uh, heard that on a radio station somewhere back in the day. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a m- She can't say that. <laughs> I mean, look at... Th- so that's the thing, too, is like even... So 90s pushed it, you know, to... To a degree. So... I mean, let's go back to what, the 70s you had... I mean, some songs were just blatantly obvious, like Cocaine... You're just like, obviously, we know what this song's about, and it was played on the radio constantly. It was a hit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the 80s were a little bit more, some of them were a little bit more hidden, and then you have like a virgin. Uh, of course, that, I mean, a lot of Madonna songs. Yeah, for and people then, that, that weren't alive back in the 80s, when Madonna's Like a Virgin came out, it caused a huge controversial stir of being able to read such a trashy song about such a touchy subject you look at that compared to today's standards of music and lyrics you're like we could probably kids bop this one <laughs> well, i mean even with prince too you you listen to some of those and then that's what cracks me up about those types of songs is you know the the parents are like oh these are these are just too risque and then like you said you go back to chuck berry and everything like that you're like is it mm-hmm. i mean just because she's spelling it out for you is it but anyway, we go to the '90s, and you know, we, what we get: uh, Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. We get. Um, we also got the birth of the explicit content label mm-hmm. that started getting put on albums when yeah. they had explicit. So then, the ones that didn't want that label learned to be a little more creative with how they worked in their sleazy lyrics, I guess we'll call it. And then the people that said, you know what, we're going to get an explicit content, like we can go all overboard, we can put whatever we want on here. And went off the deep end. (laughs) Right. But that's the thing too, is you listen to a lot of just even like the radio hits, you're like, you're getting away with a lot of stuff. There was a lot of like R&Bs that got away with it, you know, and of course you have, well, I mean, Little Kim from the late 90s, early 2000s, was just all about the... You listen, you're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you listen to... I mean, even the, the what? You got the Backstreet Boys, you got 98 Degrees, you got Sync. You listen to some of those lyrics. All those songs were about hooking up with young fans. <laughs> 
All of them. Most all of them, yeah. <laughs> and then you listen to some of the Britney Spears songs, and then, you know, obviously she went a little bit more forward with it, um, you know, with, like, what is it, Slave? Is that the one that she had the boa constrictor in the video? Yeah. And then Oops, I Did It Again, and then Christina Aguilera with Dirty, you know, where all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that they went from Genie in a Bottle. I'm like, did you listen to the lyrics of Genie in a Bottle? <laughs> I got news for you. Right? I mean, it's just, it's one of those ones where, uh, I don't know, I think this is just going to be something that keeps going. Because, I mean, what, in the 50s, people were offended by Elvis's music and the way he danced. and going, Oh, yeah, he <gasps> shakes his hips on the stage. You oh, can see the outline of his man things. That's what, that's. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I mean, and then you had, you know, what our grandparents or parents, depending on how old you are in the 50s and 60s, who loved that type of music, followed it and everything like that and did the whole defending thing. And then you have the next generation, their kids trying to defend 80s and 90s music and then so on and so forth. I think it's just going to be a repeating cycle. And yes, I mean, some of it is just blatantly obvious. And I don't think well, there's there's kind of a radio edit of WAP, which just sounds weird. But, you know that wet angry donkey or pony um <laughs> mm-hmm. just well there's some that have radios to do it you remember when enrique iglesias was the big heartthrob super sexy pop star and he had that song that came out called i'm loving you tonight oh that one is such a beautiful song do you know what the real the, the real version no there's the real version of the song that has no it doesn't have the word loving at all <laughs> i know i have that version it's great it is a good song, but I, I I distinctly remember talking to a couple radio listeners back in the day who were playing that song that were just so in love with it because Enrique was just this you know romantic guy. I'm like, I want you to go find the real version of this song. What are you talking about? Like, he's not loving anybody. He's doing other stuff. Well, <laughs> and CeeLo Green too. Uh, uh, thank you from CeeLo. Hilarious, great song. Uh, thank you is not the lyrics of the actual song. Actual song is very yeah, <laughs> angry, two-word, expl- explicitive thing. Yeah. And that became a chart-topping number one hit with the edited version, and most people had no idea. That <laughs> forget you. Well, well, forget I mean, you, not thank is, you. Forget you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, I mean, even with the Ingr- Enrique song, when you're listening to the edited version where he's like, excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, but tonight I'm loving you, you're like, Oh, man, that's not really rude. Then you listen to the real version, you're like, oh, you're not meaning to be rude because tonight you, oh, <laughs> I get you. Uh-huh. And I still have I mean, to look things up once in a while. I'm not afraid to admit that I have to pull up some Urban Dictionary and do some research sometimes when I hear a song. I'm like, what are they talking about? First time I heard that DNC song, The Cake by the Ocean. I'm like, Cake by the Ocean? That sounds like a terrible idea. Looked up. Oh, oh. Cake mm. by the ocean. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you even go back to what? What? Ludacris was early 2000s, right? Sounds about right. Something like that. And he had hits where, you know, I want to lick l- 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 you from your head to your toes. I want to boo. You know, that song was on the radio. You're like, all right. I mean, there's, there's uh, a lot of uh, stuff in the 90s, a lot of Eminem songs that when you hear the unedited version, you're like, how did, who in that right mind had the time to edit these things out? Like, there's good two-thirds of this song we're not allowed to play on commercial radio. 
Well, and it's also funny, too, when you, I mean, our station, I wouldn't say it was an offender of it, but we would play songs, right? And we would edit out the rap parts. So when we give away the CDs or whatever, or you listen to the real version, it's like, listen, 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 all of a sudden, bam, here comes the rap part. You're like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> I need to take this back. Oh, that was, that was one of the other ones I forgot. Uh, Brian Adams. You know, everything I do, I do it for you. How about that 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 summer of '69 song? That, that was just like an anthem of my youth. Like, nope, probably not. <laughs> I mean, if it was, okay. you're not telling your kids about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. I forgot about that one because it was the summer of '69. I bet it was. <laughs> and there's a lot of ones that, that that don't even hide anything. That they're you know just super explicit sexual songs and stuff like that. But it's. Uh, even Baby Got Back from Sir Mixlot. When that came out oh, in the 80s. What, nine, late 80s, early 90s, something like that, people were in uproar about it. I mean, granted, his video did have big giant butts they were dancing on, and that was kind of the, the start of the, what they call them, the Fly Girls and all the videos and stuff like that that were really tight, sequiny spandex thing and shook and jiggled everything they had. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was controversial in pushing things forward at the time, but when you look back at Baby Got Back contextually versus other things that are coming out now. Is it that obscenely worse than anything else that's come out in the last 10 years? No. Okay. Saying the girl's got, got a butt. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's really funny too that, I mean, you know, we both know cause we've, we've done weddings, everything like that, but like baby got back is requested at weddings. It's requested at dances. You play that. Everybody's like, Oh, my anaconda don't want unless you got, Buns, huh? You know, everybody just gets into it. You're like, you know, like like you said, back in the day, it was like, oh, how can he say that? I played music at a wedding, and uh, one guy had, had very, very different families. One was a very urban East Coast family, and the other, the wife's family was a super conservative Midwestern family got together. So it was definitely going to try to play that, you know, appease the early crowd first <laughs> and the later crowd later. And they erupted because like, oh, it's, it's, it's time to put on the good music now after we played, you know, a few Merle Haggard hits and Willie Nelson songs and put on Eminem's Shake That. Shake. And his entire half of the dance floor erupted on the dance floor, all just having a blast, running a dance over there. And they hear the lyrics like, there's moms and sons dancing and dads and daughters dancing and Eminem. I, and Nate Dog. I, I feel weird. <laughs> Please. Well, I mean, if you listen to the unedited version of that, too, it's just, it's... Yeah, well, it was the unedited version. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's why I was a little scared to play it at the same time, but he's like, well, if you if you say so, okay. Uh, I don't... Do you think we're, we will ever get out of this trend of... Oh, no. Because you think it's, it's just going to keep pushing I, I, the envelope? I think of? it's the same reason that I get a kick out of when people can hide the stuff in there. Every new generation that comes along, people and artists are doing the exact same thing. They're figuring a way to sing about something that is an inside joke. That oh yeah, check the yeah, we sang about that. Isn't that cool? And people you know, have to look it up and can't figure it out, or people jump to their own assumptions because the other songs that you really could make a case for songs that are supposedly super dirty, but. You could logistically go through all those lyrics and be like, y- you just want it to be about that, but you could take these words and just put them in a different context and it would make perfect sense. It, like the wild, 
the wild Hotel California debate of where people think it's about drugs and other people think it's about hell and other people think it's about this. You know, it, it's, I guess, if you, if you, mm-hmm. you can break down, unless it's blatantly obvious, like the bad touch by Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> or they can go back and ask the, the actual writers. I mean, look at Meatloaf. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And it was confirmed. He just said in an interview that it was about that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, Google it. <laughs> Man, the, if if <laughs> there's going to be a lot of questions that people might have after this podcast. Yeah, I, I have a feeling the uh, Urban Dictionary search terms in our area might be shooting real up right now. Right. I, I did see a good, <laughs> another one of uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners, a Come On Eileen. That's another one that's whole other thing but i saw a, a post of somebody made a halloween costume of that song mm-hmm. <laughs> real entertaining <laughs> well i mean like some of these don't necessarily I mean, so gre- some of these gre- might greased, have... greased lightning from greece oh yeah that one was wasn't the yeah. car wasn't no the car. <laughs> well that's the thing is like a lot of these might not have been overly sexual back in the day or you know, maybe not might have meant that, but since slang has kind of evolved and everything like that, call back to our last podcast, some things have now a different term. So when you listen to a song, you're like, oh, and you're like, I don't think he means it that way, but, you know. Another one that makes me giggle when I hear it, because a lot of times I'll hear it at uh, people's religious get-togethers and churches and stuff like that, of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Oh, it's such a beautiful spiritual song. <clears throat> from the lyrics, remember when I moved in you, the holy drove was moving too, and every breath we drew was hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can really hear the J in that one. Uh, Peacock from Katy Perry, Semi-Charmed Life from Third Eye Blind, No Diggity from Backstreet, or Blackstreet, mm-hmm. Candyman from Christina Aguilera, Candy Shop from 50 Cent, Oh What a Night from The Four Seasons, Cookie Jar from The Gym Class Heroes, Boom 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 from The Venga Boys, two weeks in a row, Venga Boys on our podcast, how cool is Hey-o. that? <laughs> Afternoon Delight from the Starland Vocal Band. Oh, my God. So that one right there. Sky rockets in flight. And that one, like, that was like a it was like a Partridge Family song. Like, everybody, yeah, everybody, let's yeah. put it together. Everybody, everybody sings that one, and you're like... And it got really weird, because once I was old enough to figure out what that song was about, and it came on the radio, and my parents were singing it, I was like, uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> no? <laughs> There's a, I mean, we could, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like you said, a lot of people request some of these songs. They're like, oh, yeah, play uh, Candy Shop 50 Cent. You're like, hmm. Play the birthday song from Katy Perry. Hmm. <laughs> For your daughter? Really? Play Lollipop <laughs> from Little Wayne. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember some of the songs that couldn't even be made today. Because do you remember, uh, was it Ice Cube or Ice Tea? Ice Cube, right? No, Ice T had the metal band called Body Count. Oh, yeah. and they had the Cop Killer song. Mm-hmm. Like that's one that if that came out today, I feel like that would be probably more controversial now than it was back then, if that's possible. 
Two Live Crew, one of those uh, bands that was literally pushing every envelope they could find to just make everything <clears throat> almost uncomfortable. I was a teenage boy when I first heard those songs, and I was still uncomfortable listening to some of them. <laughs> You're like, did he just, he said that. Again just, and again and again. <laughs> I just keep getting the, the Ice Cube song in my head of like, I can do it, put your back into it. You can do it, put your back into it, do it, do it. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm. I mean, that one was played on the radio. It's funny because you look back and you're like, some of these, like like you said, a lot of these were played on the radio, they're edited. And you hear the full one, you're like, oof. That's, that's something. So basically, I guess the whole gist of this podcast is stop getting offended at music because it's not any different than... Back in the day, it just has a different beat, and the lyrics might be a little bit more in your face. But yeah, and, and I, I think I'm gonna say, if you're gonna be offended by music, maybe you should just. There's plenty of places to find your own music for it, because <laughs> it's gonna be out there. There's with everybody's access things, you're not gonna be able to go out on a, a vigilant quest to stop anybody from hearing a song because you think it's inappropriate. Because whatever you think inappropriate, somebody else probably thinks is hilarious. What about the, uh, what is it, fits in the tantrums? I can make your hands clap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, yeah, I can make your hands clap. And, you know, you see little kids like singing that. It's kids bop. And you're like, that song is not about what you think it is. Mm-hmm. I've got pulled up the list of from BuzzFeed of the 17 dirtiest song lyrics from the last 10 years. Let's see if we agree with them. Talk Dirty from Jason Derulo. Anaconda from Nicki Minaj. Gorilla by Bruno Mars. Partition by Beyonce, or Nah by Ty Dolla Sign, Whistle from Flo Rida, Side to Side oh. from Ariana Grande, uh, Bickin' Head by Cardi B, Good Kisser by Usher, Big Old Freak by Megan Thee Stallion, Trifle Butter, or Truffle Butter from Nicki Minaj, yeah, I had to... Remember when we... Remember, that was another one I had we to look playing, up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, remember when we were playing Cards Against Humanity and that came up? Yep, sure do. That was a learning experience for me. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> Uh, My Type by Saweetie, and Touch and Lovin' by Trey Songs, Woohoo by Christina Aguilera, Deep Throat by Cupcake, Dancing in Circles by Lady Gaga, Motivation by Kelly Rowland. That's what BuzzFeed says are the dirtiest songs of the last decade. So that, I was going to say, that's that's the last decade. There's definitely earlier than that that are, that are, I mean, remember when, uh, what, uh, I want to take a ride on your disco stick from the Lady Gaga came mm-hmm. out, and everybody's like, <gasps> "Poker face!" Yeah, <laughs> like, um, guys. <laughs> and it's 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 music. I mean, honestly, like it. I'm one of those people that doesn't necessarily bother me. I I don't want to have tons of explicit lyrics like playing around my little words. I'm like, yeah, but things happen. I just explain to it, talk about it. Like, right, yeah, it's a word it's a thing, whatever. But most of the time, if I'm listening to a song. Maybe it's the radio day training. If I don't want to hear somewhere I don't liking, I can just kind of turn it off in my head and it just doesn't exist. You're like, yeah, I don't like this song. And then one of the other 19 songs floating in my head just plays over it while it's going on. And <laughs> Right. And then you realize you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm at work already? Where, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. it's. I, don't, I, I still can't understand people that don't have a brain like mine because there's literally, we've talked about this, multiple songs going all the time. At any given moment, well, there's a song stuck in my head. Or which one you want? Like this one, this one, this one. But other people, from what I've talked to, there's never music in their head. And when there is a song there, it gets there and just gets playing on repeat, and they can't handle it because there's a song playing. And mine's like a late '90s roller rink and a sleepover, like 
mixed into one all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure like I have a jukebox up there that just cycles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm also the one I bet people get super annoyed in the car because they'll go to the radio stations or CDs or MP3 players and... I hear five, ten seconds of the song. Like, oh, I love this song, and switch to the next Skip one. Like, yeah. why'd you hear that? Well, because I I heard it, so it I heard it. I heard the beginning part, so in my head I heard the whole song. Like, okay, what's next? Give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another one. Yeah, my wife gets annoyed at me because I do that too. Unless it what comes, you know, unless Bad Touch comes on, and then boom, I gotta <laughs> sing it in a presser. But uh, yeah, <laughs> two more Hopefully that guys- a lot of people don't get. Sweet Caroline from Neil Diamond. Mm -hmm. And the fan favorite, the Macarena. It is about a girl cheating on a guy with two of his friends. Hey, Macarena. All right. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. So, Dirty Song. See, we went through it. We didn't say anything too offensive, I hope. I apologize, Ames, if we did, but you'll clean it up. Um, But... What kind of songs do you think are some of the most the, you know, the most hidden gems of dirty songs in history? Let us know at Get Geekish. The song that you get your little uh, you know little joy out of hearing it in commercial commercial radio stations or places at supermarkets, knowing exactly what the song's really about, but the general public just thinks it's a happy fun song. Let us know because I need to add to my playlist too. Because now I'm gonna go make a dirty song playlist. <laughs> Except going through the King Supers. Getting your groceries, I can make your hands clap. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, joining us again this week, and uh, happy listening, happy urban dictionarying. Hopefully, you learned something new today, and I I apologize for that at the same time. If you learn what truffle butter is, blame Bino. Do not blame. No, no. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, man, he ended it.